All right, hallelujah. We are here to celebrate the new month. So I say happy new month. Numeral 12. Hallelujah. So this is the last month of the year, y'all. It's been a it's been quite a year. It's been quite a year. Yes, it has. Hallelujah. Glad it's over. Uh, <laughs> you know, one more month to go. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So, we're going to do today's Psalms. So, this is going to be a short lesson, but I pray it's sweet. Amen. You know, so, today's Psalm, Psalm 61. Psalm 61, verse 1 says, Hear my cry, O Elohim, attending to my prayer. Now, this word cry is renah. You know, and, you know, I think it's important to pull this out because, you know, I don't think people really, like, really have the picture, you know, or really conceptualize when Scripture says, you know, hear my cry, O Elohim. You know, um, when it speaks about crying out to him, you know, this word cry here, where he's saying, hear my cry, O Elohim. This is renah in the Hebrew. It speaks to, it's number 7440, it speaks to a creaking or shrill sound. So this is not no, you know, no, just, you know, yeah, I need your help. No, like, this is like someone that's crying out. It's a very shrill sound, a very high-pitched sound. You know, like someone crying at the top of their lungs. You know, so, you know, I'm painting this picture or letting, you know, trying to articulate this picture that's being painted, you know, so that one can understand, like, you know, when you really, really, really need Yah, maybe you should cry out. See, we're called to enter into the kingdom as babes, little children. Well, little children or babes, when they want something, what do they do? They cry out. They pretty loud, too. Amen? You know, so remember, our Heavenly Father is in the third heaven. You know, how you expect them to hear you and you crying under your voice? You know, you have to cry out. Renah. Hear my cry, O Elohim, attend unto my prayer. See, some of us, we just too proud. You know, we, we, we too proud. We don't, get, we don't want to be embarrassed. We don't want nobody to hear us. You know, you just keep living. You know, you'll get, you get to that place where you just don't give a lamb. You know, to where you just crying out, you know, because, you know, you know there's no one else that's going to help you but yeah. And you just have to get his attention, amen? You know, and so you begin to cry out with that creaking, that shrill sound. You know, verse 2 goes on to say, From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Now, coincidentally, this word cry is different than that word cry. See, reading in the KJV, you would never know that. You know, and most translations you wouldn't know that. But this word cry is, is kara, number 7121. And it means to call out properly to address by name. Hallelujah. 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 
You know, so he says, hear my cry, O Elohim. That's the shout. That's the scream. That's, you know, trying to get his attention. Hey, over here, I need you. I need you, y'all. I'm in trouble. Hallelujah. You know, and then he says, from the end of the earth, I will cry unto thee. From the end of the of the earth, I will address thee by thy name. You know, and, and I'm, you know, I'm a stickler for this one. Because there's so many people who pray to God. You know, and I mean, you know, I suppose that's okay, you know, as long as, you know, you're praying to the right God. Yeah, so Yeah, so as long as you're praying to the right God, you know, then you know, um, you know, you may be praying to the right God, but the wrong God may pick up your prayer. You know, that's like just like walking in a room full of Johns and say, Hey John You know, and you know, you're gonna get several heads turned around. You know, first of all, you know, God is a title, it's not a name. So, you know, you should, if you're going to pray to a God, you should address him by name because, you know, that's just like going into a, you know, a, you know, a room full of tradesmen and, and yelling for the carpenter. You know, well, there's a bunch of carpenters in the room. You know, and so, you know, when you just pray to God and you don't kara, that is, you don't address him by name, you know, how can you be certain that he the one that, that answered your prayer or grabbed hold of your prayer? Or how do you know he's the only one? You know, so if you notice when I, you know, when I pray, my form of prayer, I always, you know, distinguish y'all by name, by title, and by, you know, an attribute that only belongs to him such as creator of the heavens and the earth. Can't know the God grabbed that one. Amen. <laughs> you know, so, you know, you, you want to be specific. You want to kara. You want to properly address him by name. Psalm 61, 3 and 4 goes on to say, For thou hast been a shelter for me, a strong tower from the enemy. I will abide in thy tabernacle forever. I will trust in the covert of thy wings. Selah. So we're going to think about that. Because it's telling us to think about that. Now he said I will trust this word. Trust this kasa. And it literally. Is um, number 2620. In the um, strong. In the Hebrew. It literally means to flee for protection. You know so. You know. I can see where they got trust. I will trust in the covert of thy wings, you know, but it, it literally means I'm going to run. I'm going to flee for protection in the covering or covert of thy wings. See, that's an important tidbit because when you're putting the picture together, you know, you're just saying, I will trust in the covert of thy wings, yes. You know, but, you know, when you look at the picture that's being painted, because first of all, if you were in, if you were under the covert of his wings, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be in trouble. All right. You know, so, 
it's more than just trusting. You know, kasa means to flee for protection. So now that you're in trouble, now that you're being chased by the enemy, you're running under the covert of his wings for protection. You know, so if you find yourself being attacked by the enemy, you know, I always, you know, like to take a, a, a reflective look at my life and filter it through through scripture to see is there anywhere I'm out the way you know and if I'm if I am then I'm running back in the way which is like running back under the covert of his wings you know so sometimes you can stray unknowingly you know and that that happens you know but once you realize it you run back up under those wings. Amen? You know, so... We're going to go on verses 5 through 7. It says, For thou, O Elohim, hast heard my vows. Thou hast given me the heritage of those that fear thy name. Thou wilt prolong the king's life and his years as many generations. He shall abide before Elohim forever. O prepare mercy and truth which may preserve him. All right. So, what is this mercy and truth? Mercy is cassette in the Hebrew number 2617. It speaks to kindness. You know, I think it's better translated as goodness. You know, I recommend, you know, viewing it as goodness. You know, kindness, yes, is good, right? So, you know, um, goodness is kind of more encompassing. You know, you know, uh, so I know this is not discipleship school, but, you know, um, goodness will help you see the overall scope of things better than kindness would. And that's really why I prefer translating cassette as goodness. Now, there's times, many times in scripture that cassette is translated as goodness as well. You know, but then, you know, there's several times where it's translated as mercy. You know, I like goodness. You know, because it, it, it'll help you see the picture better. You know, now, the word truth here is emeth. You know, emeth speaks to that which is firm, that which is faithful, that which is sure, reliable, or stable. And it speaks to a continuance. So it's speaking to that which is continually firm continually faithful, continually sure, continually reliable, continually stable. You understand? You know, so this is like Yah, you know, like our truth, Yahshua, the truth, the way, and the life, who's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's continually the truth. He remains continually, you know, who he is. He doesn't switch up on you. Amen? You know, so hereby we learn that goodness and truth are our guards. Can you see that? Goodness and truth are our guards. This word um, preserve is not sour. Number 5314, where it says, which may preserve him. Prepare mercy and truth, which may preserve him. So this word preserve is not sour, which means to guard. So our guard is goodness and truth. So 
this is actually teaching us that goodness and truth will guard us. That there are preservatives, if you would. To put it another way, scripture says it like this. In 1 Kephas 4, 8, it says, And above all things have fervent charity or agape um, you know, uh, love among yourselves. For charity or agape shall cover the multitude of sins. Now, agape, if, if, you know, if you get really get into the definition of it, you know, it speaks to goodness. You know, which is why it's translated as charity, you know, uh, even as Kaseyad is translated as kindness. You know, it, it speaks to goodness. You know, now, it says, above all things, have fervent charity or fervent good works, if you would, if you want to look at charity in that manner. You know, um, or fervent kindness, if you want to look at it in that manner, you know, among yourselves. For it should cover a multitude of sins. Can you see it's still guarding one? You know, and then if, if we look at uh, Yaakov 520, it says, Let him know that he which converteth the sinner from the error of his way shall save a soul from death and shall hide a multitude of sins. Okay, so if someone's in error, how do you correct them? No, not by goodness. You say let them know. Let them know what? Say that again, sis. Let them know truth. Truth is what they're missing if they're in error. Now, if you have eyes to see, you'll see that the brick Hadashah is just saying the same thing that Psalm 61.7 is saying. Even that goodness and truth will preserve you. The agape, which, is, which speaks to goodness, will preserve you by covering the multitude of sins. And the truth, you know, which helps convert one, which converts one from the from the error of their ways, well, also hide a multitude of sins. Can you see that these are your coverings? These are your guards. You know, so how's that for incentive to be good to someone? How is that the incentive to help someone from the error of their ways? You know, and then Lastly, Psalm 61, 8 says, So will I sing praise unto thy name forever, that I may daily perform my vows. Bless you. You know, so, you want to sing praise unto his name, sing praise unto his character, his authority and reputation. You know, forever. You know, and if you do that, you will automatically fulfill your vows you know, to Yah, because I, I don't know anybody who make bad vows. You know, not to Yah anyway. I'm going to promise not to go to your assembly. I'm going to promise not to do good. No, don't nobody do that. You know. So that is Psalm 61. Alright. We have a second psalm for the new month, and that's Psalm 122. You know, 
We're going to talk about why we should be glad to be in the Adonai's house. You know. So, Psalms 122, verse 1 says, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of Yahweh. Hallelujah. Our feet shall stand within thy gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem is builded as a city that is compact together. Now, Jerusalem speaks to teachings of peace. So he said, I will stand in within thy gates. You know, um, those who, who've been following along with the discipleship training would know that like, cities represent doctrines. And so here it is, he's talking about standing in, in doctrines of Jerusalem, which are teachings of peace. Jerusalem speaks to teachings of peace. You know, that's what, what it, um, the name means. Verse 4 goes on to say, Whither the tribes go up, the tribes of Yahuwah, unto the testimony of Israel, to give thanks unto the name of Yahuwah. Now, to give thanks is Yada. You know, so now they're talking and we're talking about Yah's people going into Jerusalem. And, you know, they're going, they were going in there, according to their, their tribes, the tribes of Yahuwah, you know, unto the testimony of Israel, you know. So, and they're going to give their testimonies and they're going to give thanks. Now, to give thanks is Yada in the Hebrew, you know, because to give thanks, I don't want you to just hear that and think, you know, like, oh, thank you, Yah. Thanks. Appreciate you. You know, oh, Yada has a look. You know, this is thanks. You know, and this is what thanks look like. This is Yada. You know, it means to extend the hands. You know, to hold out the hands to revere or worship with extended hands. You know, so this is why we come into the house of, of Yahuwah, even to extend our hands in reverence and worship to Yahoo. Amen? Amen. You know, I thought that was beautiful. And so it says, you know, extend your hands unto the name of Yahuwah, unto his character, authority, and reputation. Because that really encumbers what he's called us to do and be, even in his character, authority, and reputation. Now, Psalms 122.5 goes on to say, For there are set thrones of judgment, the thrones of the house of David. Now, this word thrones is kisei, number 3678. And it speaks to something that's properly covered. You know, so there are set coverings of judgment. The coverings of the house of David. You know, and... The house of David, David speaks to the beloved. So we're talking about coverings of love, David, coverings of, of love, of the beloved, and coverings of judgment, which comes from truth. So here it is, the same thing we saw in Psalm 61, we see in Psalms 122, coverings of essentially, you know, goodness and truth. You know, the goodness comes from the love and the judgment comes from the truth. You know, and so, uh, I just thought that was uh, 
pretty awesome that you know that concept was actually in both of the songs uh, for today. Uh, to heal in one twenty two six goes on to say, "Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee." This word "peace" is shalom. Number seventy nine sixty five, and this is a wonderful word. I don't know if any of you ever looked up shalom, but it's a wonderful word. You know, it speaks to that which is safe, that which is well, happy, friendly, welfare, health, prosperity, peace. So when someone tell you shalom, they telling you all this good stuff. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So we're we're told to pray for the peace of Jerusalem for the safety, the well-being, the happiness, the friendliness, the welfare, the health, the prosperity, the peace, you know, of Jerusalem. That is the teachings of peace. Pray for the peace of the teachings of peace. You know, we don't we don't want just any old peace. We want the peace that's spoken about in the teachings of peace. Amen. You know, so that's what we're told to pray for. The peace of Jerusalem, that is the peace that scripture teaches us of. Mm. Namely, what we see spoken about in Yochanan 14.27, it says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, says Yahshua. Not as the world giveth. See, there's a difference with the world's peace and Yah's peace. Can you see that? Yes. Hence he says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth. Give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Don't you worry about a thing. Yeah. Amen? Hallelujah. You know, this piece is spoken about in Yeshua 26, 2 and 3. It says, Open ye the gates that the righteous nation which keepeth the truth may enter in. Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. Hallelujah. Yes, this is the peace we want. And if you want it, this is how you get it. Keep your mind stayed on Yah and trust in him. And he'll keep you in perfect peace. See, we don't see the world's peace is is not perfect. We want Yah's peace because it's perfect. It's complete. It's complete peace. It's not partial peace. You know, consider Yochanan sixteen thirty three. It says, "These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye should have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world." Now, you know, not the the, um, the rag on the uh, pre-trib uh, rapture people, but Yahshua says, in the world you should have what? Tribulation. So, you're not flying off nowhere. Nope. You're going to have what? Tribulation. It's a tribulation, plain as day there. That look like black and white yep, to me. Yep, yep. <laughs> you know, so... But in Yah, we're going to have peace. And we're not just going to have peace. We're going to have perfect peace. We're not going to have the peace of the world, that imperfect, that partial peace. We're going to have that perfect peace. Hallelujah. You know, because we're going to keep our minds stayed on Yah. 
And then Philippians 4, 7, he tells us, And the peace of Elohim, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Mashiach Yahushua. You know, so Yah wants us to have peace. He don't want us to have no partial peace like those of the world. He wants us to have perfect peace that is complete peace. You know, and that complete peace is in Yahshua. Because in the world, we're called to have tribulation. Yes. But in Yah, we have that perfect peace which passeth all understanding. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hence, he tells us, keep your hearts and minds through Mashiach Yahushua. Verse 7 says, peace be within thy walls and prosperity within thy palaces. This word prosperity is security. So he's telling us, you got, you have your peace. You know, let it be peace within thy walls and security within thy palaces. Psalms 122 verse 8, For my brethren and companions sake, I will now say, Peace be within thee. You know, so we don't just want the peace on us. We want the peace within us. Amen. Peace be within thee. Romans 8, 5, and 6 says, For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. Let the world worry about the world. Don't let the flesh get you disgruntled. Don't let the flesh get you out of whack. You know, for those who are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are, that are after the Ruach, the things of the Ruach. For to be carnally minded is death. You don't want to walk around thinking about, you know, the fleshly carnal stuff. But you want to be spiritually minded. Because when you're spiritually minded, it is life and peace. You know, and to conclude the matter, consider Philippians 4, 8 and 9. It says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, Whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. See, folks are thinking on the wrong things. You got to stop thinking on all this worldly stuff. You got to stop thinking like the world thinks. You got to start thinking like Yah think. You got to start thinking with the Ruach. To be spiritually minded, keeping your mind stayed on Yah. You was only thing you want to think about is that which is true, that which is honest, just, pure, yes. the lovely things, the things of a good report. You don't want to be thinking about no bad report. You put that out your mind. You know, bad reports don't come, but that don't mean you gotta think about them. That's right. You put them out your head. You know, you think about the virtuous things. You think about praise. Hallelujah. Yeah. Think on yeah. these things. Those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do. And the Elohim of peace shall be with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what I'm talking about. Verse 9 says, because of the house of Yahuwah, our Elohim, I will seek thy good. Learn to seek the good in one another. Yeah. If it's yeah. not nothing but just because they in the house of Yahuwah. Yeah. If they in the house of Yahuwah, 
Don't look for the bad in one mm. another. Even if you see it, disregard it. Look the other way. Seek that which is good in your neighbor. Seek that which is good in your brother or sister. You know, yeah, I, I know they may have a lying spirit. I know they may have this type of spirit or that type of spirit. But the thing is, don't pay attention to that. Seek that which is good in them. Search it out. That word seek is bakash. It means to search out. Search out the good in them. Because if they are in the house of Yahuwah, there's got to be some good in them. Because that good brought them through the door. So seek that out. Stop worrying about what's not right and start looking for what is right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's all I have for you today. Praise the Lord.